This, this is the Australian Mobile DJ Podcast. In this series, we'll talk to them, get to know them and learn from them. And here's your host, DJ Bevo. Doing something a little bit different this time. We've got the two owners of a Brisbane business that has done extremely well for themselves in terms of DJ circles. They've won multiple uh, Arbia Awards, amongst many other things. Let's go to Brisbane and catch up with Glenn Mackay and Miranda Mackay from GNM Event Group. G'day, guys. How are we? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're good. So good to have a uh, husband and wife team on the uh, podcast. And I thought I'd invite you along, Miranda, because you're kind of like the, um, I guess you could say, the uh, the ghost producer behind Glenn at times. So I wanted to uh, make sure... <laughs> That you get a say in uh, this podcast, seeing it is G and M, it's just not G. How, how's things for you guys? Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly been challenging this year for a year that we expected to be epic. Twenty twenty, it's it's turned out to be not so much, and but we're getting through. We've got an amazing team that have been working along on the on the JobKeeper behind the scenes, keeping things ticking away, and Randa's been working her magic on her side of the business, so. Yeah, not been great, but, but we'll get through. Yeah, definitely. Definitely not what we planned it would be. Let's talk about some of the magic that you create behind the scenes there, Miranda. What what are your responsibilities for the business? Mine is probably more um, uh, branding, marketing sort of role. So how, we're, how our team is presented in the public light, I guess, and um, anything digital that people see that sort of stuff is more me the website the seo so covid's been great to get on top of all our seo and um tidy up websites and old blogs and things like that because it's been great to sort of get on top of those tasks that we haven't had time for but i yeah more so my role is to keep the the team looking good in the public eye, if that makes sense, and um, presenting and working with Ben. I do a lot of work with Ben with our uh, media work to um, get that out so people can actually see and experience what we do at our events as well. So, um, yeah, that's sort of me in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> All the uh, digital marketing, is that something that you've taught yourself or have you done courses and learnt um, the craft? Majority, I'd say 90% I've taught myself. Yep. Um, really gone out in the deep end and thankfully, I guess I've been doing it for so many years. I've My knowledge every time Google or Facebook or anyone does an upgrade or something, I've got to learn and I'm constantly learning, like even now, still learning. And, um, yeah, definitely taught myself. But, you know, if there's any an opportunity where someone's sharing or teaching, definitely actively involved in it. But majority of the time I find I've got to teach myself anyway because no one can t- tell me what I want to know. So. Yeah. It's all through your yeah. own curiosity and, and what you want to learn and what you want to achieve and, definitely. and make it happen. Glenn, how, yeah. did, how did the business start? Where, where was the beginnings of uh, G&M? Yeah, well, we started back in 1999, but I think the story begins a little bit before then when, as a, as a young fella, I was about 18 and I'd go out <laughs> drinking on a, on a Friday night after my week at work like most 18-year-olds and by Saturday we'd run out of money. So a mate and I were looking around the, the job ads in the paper and we, we spotted... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we spotted a DJ uh, ad and we thought, we like music, that sounds easy, off we went and uh, we got a job pretty much just by turning up and making sure the gear would fit in our car and actually the gear didn't fit in his car so I got the job and, and he didn't and 
we did that for about, uh, I did that for about a year. And then um, Miranda's family had been self-employed for forever. And, and I'd never thought of having it in my own business, but there was sort of some inspiration from them and some push from Miranda as well. And then we started our own thing, being 19, thinking we knew better than anything. And <laughs> we proceeded to make probably every mistake in the book. And the important thing is I think we learned from them. So we, we grew from being an office that was that I had a desk in the corner of Miranda's mum's laundry uh, when we were living with her parents uh, through to more growth from there, thankfully. Mm. What was the name of the company when you launched? So we started as G&M Solutions and the concept behind that was we didn't, we wanted to grow into more than just DJs. And then that evolved down the track because no one, when we were at a wedding expo or advertising, no one knew or cared what G&M Solutions was. So we evolved that into G&M DJs. And because after that caused trouble too, <laughs> yeah, because we do more than just DJs now, we changed to GM Event Group, which is more encompassing of all the various brands that we had with GM lighting and so on, so that we could come under one banner and hopefully make it easy for people to understand what we did. So, but the GM has been consistent, and a lot of people just refer to the company as GM, yeah, but definitely. we still have uh, at a venue just that last week actually who referred to me as GM Solutions, and I was like, yep. We've been around a while, and so have you. <laughs> the uh, the look with the um, black shirt and the uh, gold tie is that your concept, uh, Miranda? <laughs> Originally, that's no longer. That's been phased out probably um, middle of last year. But it was originally we we needed a way to stand out from our competitors and at events and that was our main reason for it and we just went okay well our colors are goldish so let's just run with that and we wanted turned we wanted a color that would work well with ties to be able to get for a group of people because it's not just glenn and it turned out to be the worst color i think to try and get color ties in um and keep it consistent but we phased that out because it, it got dated but we were really worried about phasing it out because of the the brand recognition as soon as our team arrived they knew who we were and got treated you know they they get they don't get the wall put up they get a welcoming sort of feel from the wherever they're arriving so it's sort of it was a scary thing to change but we've definitely it's no longer there's no gold tie still black but no gold tie anymore i was going to say what what is the new look then the it's more of a it's really it's more all black but the boys have uh what do you call that thing, Glenn? In your, it's in a your pocket, pocket square. Pocket square, which has just got a little bit of a check of gold in it. And the girls have like a – it's the same thing, but we've made like a little thing that goes around their neck um, and fits in with it. It's a little bit more sleeker and just very subtle. It's still black and gold, but the gold is nowhere near as out there. And it's been well-received. And it turned out we didn't need to worry about it. The, all the venues know us so strongly now we didn't need to worry about the branding so it's it's been been good the success of your business would you put it down to um investing in your knowledge Uh, because i've noticed you guys have have head over to the states quite a few times and and learnt from um some of the best in the world when it comes to um dj businesses absolutely i think investing in ourselves is has paid off you know many many times over and even though it was 2012 i think was the first year that we went over there and 
uh, we went there with an open mind and we'd, we'd bought a lot of educational DJ business products from and performance stuff from overseas in the past from a few people and we thought you know we should invest and do this thing and 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 it's it's really just paid off so so much and the the friendships we've we've built from with people over there and then through taking workshops and using coaching and stuff like that we've been able to I guess run the different elements of our business really really well so I kind of break our business down into the business side of stuff and the performance side of stuff and the performance training was key early on whereas the business skills uh, in the last probably five to seven years have really really helped solidify a lot of behind the scenes stuff which is it's not the glamorous stuff that people see Mm -hmm. but it's really really important to be able to keeping people employed and and happy let's uh do a bit of name dropping here who are the uh the big influencers who are the the big uh big guys that have uh, influenced what you do well from from a performance side of things definitely and, and also not just performance but kind of mindset uh, Mark Farrell is probably the one that has been life-changing uh, for me I've done multiple I've done a lot of his workshops some of them multiple times uh, Bill Herman is another big influencer for me uh, Peter Mary and Liz with their wed guild was certainly uh, important in our development and also their workshops but also i think there's a lot and and there's a lot of people i just uh, gravitate to and i'm attracted to them as people and have developed friendships with so some of the listeners might know people like jim sarone but there's other people who they may not know the names of like jeremy breck and dave turnier and aldo ryan and mitch taylor and a lot of people like that that have just become friends and you know i i classify all these people as friends now i've been lucky enough to have them you know many of them have come to australia they've stayed at our house and we've eaten with them and and spent time with them and it's and we've visited them as well over the years and it's it's that spending time with people and learning from them and their approach which has made a huge difference randy bartlett's another one randy's stuff was the first product i ever bought was his one percent solution dvds and i remember freaking out about how much money we were spending on those and uh it was it was definitely worthwhile as it opened it up sort of i guess got the got me ticking along and it just it just built from there sort of desire to to get and learn everything that i could about the performance element and the and the dj side of what we do you're a part of the uh, DJ Double A. Can you see uh, all this information and knowledge that you've acquired um, turning into like a an extension of your own business, like doing workshops and so forth, training DJs, or is that more what the DJ Double A is all about? Well, the DJ Double A certainly uh, provides. It sort of has been a really great resource for getting some of these people to the country and involving them in the conference and things like that for for people to, I guess, take in that information and learn from it. So I guess what I wanted to do initially with my involvement was to um, bring bring those people here because it's it's a long way to go to the States to, to do this and it's often out of the budget for a lot of DJs. So if we could get them here, it takes a huge expense out. And by banding together, we're able to make that cost effective for as many people as possible to to get that taste and take their, their themselves and their business to the next level. Um, for me personally, 
it's you know doing helping wedding businesses is is something that I really love doing when we're coaching them and helping them develop their business. It's something that I get a lot of energy from, and even though they can be long days and you know get pretty deep at times, it's stuff that I really love. So yeah, helping other businesses grow is definitely a passion of mine. And Miranda, um, being in the the background and doing a lot of the admin in the marketing and and so forth, mm-hmm. and, and being a woman, do you find that it helps um, sell your services to brides? Being a, a woman, I um, well probably did initially. I, well, I guess it helps probably my from my side of things. I when I'm trying to brand or um, market something, I look at it from a less technical side than what the guys do so um i don't actually do sales much anymore that's more glenn's role but when i was in it it was i was selling my husband i was selling our team and it was really easy to talk all of them up um to a bride to another female so that worked well but i find now my input is more of a the guys go oh we've got these cool lights i'm going well how can we communicate how cool they are in bride language like a girl doesn't care that you've got a you know whatever strobe i'm not real good with the technology either which i think also helps i i look at the pretty aspect and what it's going to make someone look at and feel so it's good to have that different um with our whole team that we've got our um, leadership team they're all really good at everyone thinks differently and we sort of we're good at pulling everything together to create the right thing that we need for our clients so it's it's good to keep everyone grounded with our our image and, and the direction we're going and with the female side of things do you also help with the um lighting design as well like the color choices no the brides are pretty um the boys do that sort of stuff um i'll look at something and go oh that's not that's good but they know a lot more with the the pretty things than i do and they work a lot with correct me if i'm wrong Glenn, you guys work with the stylists and stuff like that and with the brides the brides tend to know what they want um when they walk into a room so that it's sort of a, a team effort when it's not just something we come up on our own it's what we've seen in the past works with whatever elements are going to be thrown in the room from other suppliers that um would that be right glenn yeah, definitely. And the, the, the female perspective is key to otherwise we're going to end up with, you know, four blokes here in the office that are going to make a, a website and marketing collateral that is really cool to DJs, but not really cool to a bride. And most of the people shopping for a wedding DJ are brides. So we want to make sure that that marketing message is pretty and that it communicates in bride language. So Miranda's really, really good at doing that. In terms of how things look, um, we've, we've just discussed about um, lighting and, and coming up with designs. What about that amazing starlight dance floor that you offer? Where did you discover that? Yeah, so so this is something we toyed with for a little while before we pulled the trigger on it. And I did a lot of research and communicated with a lot of my friends in the US, and one in particular who does a lot of these things. And he was, he was key to deciding which manufacturer to, to utilise. So he said he's had good ones, he's had bad ones, he's had the expensive ones and the cheap ones, and he said this is the one you want to get. And uh, so that knowledge was was priceless, and that's just through building relationships with people uh, at conferences and workshops and stuff that I've been to. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic, and it, it built and built and built, and we've got so much of it, and we're actually, we were about to pull the trigger on a bunch more of it uh, about yeah. a week before COVID blew up. So we're, <laughs> we're glad we didn't make that investment because it would be sitting in in my shed just gathering dust right now 
looking at um, where you started and where you are now, what what where have you seen the growth in the business? What side of things? So for us, the growth has really been in initially it was in the MC side of things. So when we started as DJs, we were cheap DJs and we, we grew quickly because we were cheap. Um, but we never really spent a lot of time on the quality of that. The MC side of things then developed really big for us and that's where we were able to make larger ticket price sales, if that makes sense, which was because of training and, and development. And then the DJ element really caught up quickly. So Ben from our team, who some of the listeners might know, really helped take that to the next level. And we have Brian Davis in our team as well. He came on board and those two just fully geek out over that DJ element. And they've been able to take the DJ side up to put the make it, I guess, equivalent of the, the MC skill so that we're, we're really in sync between those two elements. And then the lighting design and dance floor stuff has also been a lot of fun. That's probably one of the things that we're very lucky is we love doing and we love that our clients, uh, not just our wedding clients, but our corporate clients and all sorts of people really dig the lighting that we do. And that's in the last probably two years has been huge for us is the lighting and special effects and, and that light up dance floor have been huge growth areas for us. The fact that we're able to use all those things together has allowed us to branch out really strongly into non-wedding events. That's been a, a big growth, I'd say, in the last three years. We've had a lot of growth with that area. Is there uh, times where you guys actually work together on a wedding at the wedding? I, mean, I know Miranda's a lot of the background, <laughs> uh, you know, the... I guess you could say sometimes the heavy lifting. You know, you've got a, a bodybuilding oh. background there, Miranda, so it comes <laughs> with the territory. So I'm, not a, I'm not one of the talent part of our team, if that makes sense. I'm definitely, I have no interest in DJing. I have no interest in being an MC. Um, I can set up lights, but I've got to ask the guys about it. Um, but it's not my, my passion is bringing it all together in a marketing um, perspective, I guess, and development of where we can sell it and, and attract people, it might, like sort of business element. The actual at the events, they're far better skilled at doing that talented side than what I am for sure. Yeah, we, we have a, a saying in our company that is right person in the right seat and <laughs> my seat is in a completely different office to Miranda's seat and we work from home so we have different offices and <laughs> I don't mess too much in the marketing domain and uh, I also can't have her at events with me because <laughs> yeah. she knows when I'm not hitting the mark better than anyone so it, it can be quite off-putting having her at events but yeah we sort of have our own things and we focus on that which has enabled us to be good at what we do because we're able to uh, focus and niche down I guess. How do you do it? What's the secret to having a not only a relationship but a business partnership? Do you, is there times where you're uh, at each other's throats and get on top of each other? No, I don't, I don't think there is. We disagree, um, that's for sure. But as Glenn said, we don't – I'm not an expert at emceeing. And Glenn is very – like we're both, I guess, good at receiving feedback um, to, to help us grow and we're not nasty to one another. So I think the being receptive of feedback to make sure it's in the right direction but also not stepping on the other person's toes when you know nothing about that area and being respectful of their their skills in it. Um, we work well like that and we don't, we don't overlap a lot. There, there are areas where we do but 
I let him do his thing and I'll tweak it if I need to and he'll do the same back to me. So it it just works. I think we're, I don't know if we're I think lucky. because we, <laughs> we both have the same goals in the business. We both have the same yeah. vision for what, where we want to take this thing and, and, and the rest of our team have that as well because we've all built that vision, set those goals as a team rather than as an individual. I think that's the the question I get asked by so many DJs around the world is how do I get my wife involved in the business like you have? And the, the reality is if that person's partner is not at all interested in the DJ side of things, mm-hmm. and that's commonly the thing, then you're never going to make them get interested in it by making them do your marketing or making them do your your the events or making them go on MC or making them set up gear. They just... You either like it or you don't. If if my wife was a doctor and I didn't really have any care for that, I'm not going to be helping in her doctor's business if that was a thing. So it, it's really about being on the same page and wanting the same things and then utilizing those skills and, and also knowing those those boundaries. I can't work in the same office as my wife because she, <laughs> she talks to herself while she's working. So she has her own office and, and the boys have our own office and and that works. So we've learned, I guess, over 20-odd years in the business, we've learned where those boundaries are and what we need to do, and it works work. And it's not personal. It's work. What uh, backgrounds do you guys come from prior to running a DJ business? And are those skills um, have those skills been transferable uh, across to what you do now? Um, do you want me to go, Glenn? Yeah. <laughs> I, I started... Um, I've got a very artistic, when I was in school, I um, loved to paint, loved to design. So I guess that's where my marketing and my making things look pretty and presenting has come from. And when I went to university, I did a marketing, business marketing, and my parents always were self-employed. So I've always had a very um, strong passion in business and, and that sort of stuff. But I, I love creating um, and making things look pretty and designing things so I guess websites and that sort of area my parents have an IT business so I've always worked in IT and nerded out with technology and SEO and that sort of thing so I get that's my background I've I did dabble in um, teaching I think it was and then real and that was before we actually started going over to the states and um, realized that was a mistake in what I could do in our business and then grew with that but I background wise it's always been artistic design so that's i think why it works so well in our business i've got that outlet in our business to help grow it but also get my fix at the same time yeah i mean it was the i was out of school i was going to join the police force and i studied to get into that and then i realized i was way too young to become a policeman and so i I went about doing some other stuff and bits and pieces and djing and i was never really good at djing it just wasn't my thing, which is kind of weird from a DJ business owner perspective. Yeah, but how many DJ awards have you won now? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's funny because you know we have, we have a lot of jokes in our company about you know well this is our award, Glenn, because you don't DJ, and I say well this is my award because I MC and you don't MC and, and so on. But it's very much a, a team thing, and I've Definitely. I've always said hiring people smarter than you is one of the best things you can do as a business owner and it's something I've tried to follow as much as I can over the years. Um, I studied law for a while there. I never finished my law degree and that's probably come in handy more than anything in the last six months with with a, we had a couple of little legal 
things to deal with with uh, people and deposits and stuff like that. But generally, you know, we've I think is over 450 something events we've had to postpone or cancel because of COVID, and we've only had a couple that have been drama queens. So. Yeah, generally been pretty good and that's come in handy. But I don't really have a background in, in anything. I, I study business, not formally, but it's something that I'm really passionate about. If I'm reading books, they're usually business books or stuff like that because I, I get a thrill out of that. I get a thrill out of learning how to make our business better and and then, you know, f- from that transitioning into helping other people build their businesses better. So the industry as a whole moving forward, where do you see it heading and um, what do you see could be happening with the the whole COVID situation and not dancing well at this point in time anyway yeah the the no dancing thing certainly kind of you know it's like having your hands tied behind your back trying to entertain people a little bit it's sort of the one thing that has been a crutch for so many DJs and wedding entertainers for so long it's it's our skill of being able to encourage people to that dance floor has been what people have often hired us for so I guess we've lent a lot more on the MC side of what we do. We've lent a lot more on the the music in the sense of setting the music to the right vibe. Now, Ben and Brian are way smarter at the music element than me, so I won't go into that. But just looking at games and activities that people can do, helping couples create timelines for their wedding that facilitate the lack of dancing at a wedding. So not allowing two and a half or three hours for dancing because who knows what's going to happen at that point. Will people go home because they can't dance? And it's really been interesting to see the different dynamics at different weddings and what people have done and how creative they get with their fun ideas as well. What about you, Marina? Hopefully it's back soon. What, what are your thoughts on the situation? I, I'm i finding people are being more um, like open-minded with their weddings. Um, from a client's perspective, I find they're like, okay, well, I've got plan A, plan B and plan C, where it normally would have been like a, a wet weather plan, it'd be plan B and that's it. The, the biggest thing that will change whereas they seem to be more okay well I've got this idea and if we can have this up our sleeve to, to happen because one they don't know what the actual restrictions will be on their day because it can change daily so they're they're being more open to running things on the fly and they're, they're definitely um entrusting us a lot more with their event uh i find some of the conversations i've had with ben his couples are like look thank god we've got you guys to to run with it because we can just still relax but we've got someone to to look after things so it's probably going to involve the vendors to to step up more um but i am finding some vendors are shutting their doors and just being very negative which is such a shame um there has been unfortunately a whole negative side of it where people are doing like a scare tactic and they're not you know this is going to happen and you're going to have to pay this and blah 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 which is not what it should be it should be everyone working together yes it's in a we're all in a bad situation but i'm finding more and more people who are standing out and still working are those willing to help so it's if anything it's been good to see how the industry is becoming more is it i don't know compassionate and helpful for everyone involved so it's been um that's been a good change it's not everyone out for each other real for themselves yeah. at the moment yeah it makes a big difference when it's a collaborative uh effort yeah. that's for sure well glenn and yeah. miranda thank you so much for joining us on the australian mobile dj podcast um i'll ask you this question miranda seeing you're the marketing person how do we <laughs> find out more about gnm event group Head to gmeventgroup.com.au and everything you need to know about us is on our website. And if it's not, 
contact us and we'll be happy to have a chat. Wonderful. And Glenn, when did you, where did you get the name Babyface? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because I can go weeks without shaving and no one knows. So <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> Glenn Emerita, thanks for joining us once again on the Australia Mobile DJ podcast. Thanks for having us. The Australian Mobile DJ podcast was hosted by DJ Bevo and produced by Matt Fulton Productions.